What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. This is A Mats. I'm here with B Pimp. B Pimp, how's everything going with you? Oh, I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Good. I'm loving every minute of it too. I'm excited for this episode because we are talking the top five best adult swim shows. Very excited. Very excited. There have been a lot. You know what I realized when I was kind of researching this list? So I had sort of a, a heyday of listen, or of watching Adult Swim shows, and it's been a little while, but a lot of the shows have been really long running. Yeah, they've been out for a while. Like some, I, I would say, my peak of probably watching Adult Swim is like maybe 2004 to 2007 or something like that, and several of the shows that existed then still exist, or if they're over, they like just ended. Yeah, they had some that, I think part of their format lends itself to having longer running shows because they're shorter. No, I, uh, I, yeah, no, I agree with that. I, so I was in a, a lift the other day over here in Oakland and I was on my way to Burma Superstar to meet, uh, meet up with, uh, Maggie's family so we could have delicious Burmese food. But the guy who was talking to me this uh, on the lift, the driver, he was a musician, and he was going to a party later that night to celebrate the that they finished the pilot for an Adult Swim show, or for a show that they were pitching to Adult Swim. The show, if it ever comes out, I don't know if it will, because I'm not sure Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, do they still, are they still, con- they're still connected, right? Am I wrong? I believe so. I don't know for sure, but I I feel like they are somehow. Okay. So, if this show comes out, keep in mind you heard it here first. The name of the show is Oaksterdom. I don't know. Maybe they would change the name of the show if the Adult Swim wanted them to. But apparently it, it would be about a uh, an immigrant, I think a Serbian immigrant, who goes to college in the U.S., I don't know much about it beyond that, other than the guy that I rode with did the theme song for it, and he seemed like a cool dude. So be on the lookout for Oaksterdom, or something hope, like it. I hope it's on, and it sounds kind of like the plot of Perfect Strangers to me. Do you remember that show? I do not. I Well, Is I remember Bel- hearing about it, but I've never seen it. Balky. Oh, Balky. Is he... What's the actor that plays him? I'm like... Bronson Pinchot, Pinchot. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, it was a good show. I mean, it was a bad show, but it's an entertaining show. Yeah, well, that's good to know. But this new show that you know the guy from will be a good show. It it should be. Hopefully, it'll be great. I don't have anything to base it on. I don't know what the animation looks like, and it is totally ungoogleable. At least when I looked for it. By the time this episode airs, who knows? Uh, Yeah. Look, be on the lookout for Oaksterdom, and we're going to get to our top five whiskeys in a second, but, or top five whiskeys. We're Ooh, gonna I don't have enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. We're going to get to our top five adult swim shows in a second, but first, I got a whiskey to try, and this is a, an interesting one. I don't think I've had it before. Actually, I'm positive I have not had it before. It's Bird Dog Kentucky Blended Whiskey. That sounds American. It does sound American, and I'm pretty sure it is. It's 40% alcohol by volume, and it is from 
Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's from the Three Springs Bottling Company in that lovely Kentucky town. So I'm going to give it a try. I've got a real little bottle of it, which I will say most whiskeys that come in real little bottles are not always the best, but we'll see here. You have a bit of lottle hat tip, Lucy. It's got some actual, a little bit of burn to it. Like a burn meaning like a, a heat, like you get from a spicy salsa, or a burn like a, I don't know, what what kind of burn? It, I, I, it does have a little bit of spicy salsa burn. What I will say, though, is there's not, once you get past that spicy salsa burn... There's, you're not getting a richness of like a nice tomatoes or peppers that you might get in a good salsa. It's actually a little bit empty. Uh-oh, this and doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good because I'm giving Bird Dog Kentucky Blended Whiskey not a huge boot, but I'm giving it a little kick. You're going to kick it right off the train. Yeah, it, it was like, uh, I, I have my boarding pass uh, and I'm uh, getting on the smooth trade. And I'm saying... Ooh, that's um, that's a forged boarding pass, and I, I'm sorry that you got conned. I don't think you're a bad person, but you're not getting on the smooth train. I'm gonna have to boot you. You were like, "Get out of here, Bird Dog! You've been <laughs> trying this for months." Get out of here. So yeah, sorry, Bird Dog whiskey, not terrible, but um, I'm going to have to give it the boot. I admire your uh, willingness to give more things the boot because that means you're open to trying things that you're not judging them immediately. You're just saying, this looks different. I haven't had it. I'm going to try it. Who knows how good it'll be? And then sometimes you give it the boot. Yeah, I, well, I'll say that's true. But I think one of the differences between the two of us in trying whiskeys is I will just go to some liquor store and get some random whiskeys. So who knows? Could be good, could be bad. You get a lot of your whiskeys as gifts and they're of higher quality. That is true. So I think that's why you're more likely to get a smooth whiskey. Also, you're less of an asshole than me. So no, what you what sense, you're missing here is talking people's ear off about how you do a podcast about whiskey, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that more people know. Oh, I need to get him a gift. I'm gonna get him whiskey. Well, that that. I gotta say, what am I missing here? I'm trying to go out there, promote the Whiskey Sessions podcast. Why aren't more people giving me bottles of whiskey to try? They what gotta if, step it up. Yeah, they gotta step it up. I need more gifts. I'm sick of paying for my own whiskey like some kind of chump. We're having a call back to the GoFundMe, GoFundMe episode. Oh, yeah. Man, I really want to start that, though. Wouldn't it be great to have more money? Yeah, just have a GoFundMe like, I need to get drunk and record a podcast, and I can't really afford to be doing this on my own all the time, so give me some money. No, well, and I think, tell me if I'm wrong, B-Pimp, but if we could both quit our jobs and do this full-time, we could do more than one podcast every two weeks. We could drink whiskey nonstop and record every single day. Yeah. <sighs> for about six months. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah, about six months, and then liver failure. And then we're both mysteriously no longer have an internet, internet presence. Nope. All right. Uh, let's get to our top adult swim shows. I'm excited. I think, you know, I've, I, I know my number two. My number two were, my top two, I should say, were pretty obvious um, even before I kind of did a little more research. But 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see yours, so let's get into it. These are our top five all-time Adult Swim shows. More than four, less than six, it's the top five. All right, B-Pimp, what is your number five Adult Swim show? Before I start, I know I've said this before, this is especially true with this episode. All five of my top five, I love these shows. All these right. could all be number one. I had to order them. It was very painful for me. Um, and so that being said, did you, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Did you want to say something? No, no, no. I am ready for you to dive into it. So my number five is the Eric Andre show. Nice. Have you seen the Eric Andre show? Yes. And I just left it off my list, but I really think it could have been on my list if I had seen more episodes. It didn't air during my heyday of watching it. So I've, I've probably only seen like three or four episodes of the show, but it is good. It is brilliant. Every opening part of his show, he destroys the set in a different way and they record all that in one day so he said it's like the most painful day of his year (laughs) because he's running through like cardboard and jumping on desks and stuff it looks exhausting it's amazing though and he has Hannibal Burris who is doing so much great work as just like the most awkward sidekick that he could possibly be it's Mm -hmm. truly amazing um he deserves some kind of award that has yet to be just uh, established for his work, including one episode. I don't remember who the guest was, but he just sat. He just stood there eating loudly, eating potato chips, which is <laughs> just brilliant. Yeah, um, love everything about the show. Is one of my favorite shows, and that is my number five. Great number five pick. My number five is the Venture Brothers. So this show I remember, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's like two brothers and. Maybe their uncle or something. And it's just, it's well animated. It's funny because the brothers are dipshits. The the uncle slash mad scientist is, I don't know who the voice actor is, but he's funny as hell. I never saw Venture Brothers. This is what, I have blind spots with Adult Swim. Um, a very popular shows that I know a lot of people like and are very well, well regarded, but I missed them. So I know, like, huh. I could picture the... Cover art, it's like, so I know what this show is, but I don't know too much about it. Well, I, I gotta say, yeah, if you get, you know, some time and you want to go back on the back catalog of Adult Swim, check out The Venture Brothers. I'm making a little list at the bottom of my list with ones I need to watch. Do it. Alright, what's your number four? Okay, so my number four is going to be Metalocalypse. Nice. I gotta be honest with you. I expected this to be higher than number four. That just tells you how amazing one through three are. And one of them I know that you'll agree with, but um, Metalocalypse is everything I love basically is like absurd humor, um, heavy metal, ridiculous over the top act, you know, whatever it is. This is everything in one show that I love. Mm -hmm. The, the music is legitimately good heavy metal music. They have Gene Hoagland playing drums from Death and Testament, who is the pre- predominant heavy metal drummer. They have chops. They can play the music. You, I listen to this music as its own, as an album outside of the show, and the show's hilarious. It's great. It's the best. If you have ever liked heavy metal, you have to watch it. Oh, without a doubt. And it does seem like I am not a metalhead at all, 
but I can tell the music is good. And Brandon Small is like a really good musician. He shreds. Yes. He can play legit death metal guitar. He can play classic rock guitar. He can play any kind of guitar that you want. And then Gene Hoagland is, I can't oversell how good of a drummer he is. They have the actual look of the cartoon drummer is based on one of my favorite musicians, who is Devin Townsend. Everything about the show is the best. Yeah. I, uh, that is a good pick. I left it just off my list, and it's in my honorable mentions, only because I think it's a funny show, but I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of metal music, and I haven't probably seen enough episodes of it, but I totally understand that pick. I'm just, I am just surprised I thought you, as a, a, a bona fide metalhead, would actually have it a little bit higher, but I'm not. You'll, you'll understand, I think, as I'm, we go through. I'm curious to see your top three now. All right, my number four is The Boondocks, which I thought was, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, probably doesn't still air, but, so I liked the original Boondocks cartoon strip, and I thought the show, uh, at least for a while, I heard there was some controversy in that the show changed hands at some point, and maybe the general, like, plot uh, or story arcs of some of the like the more recent episodes were not what the original founder would have liked or the original uh, creative vision, the actual uh, cartoonist. But uh, I did like the first couple of seasons of The Boondocks, which came out a- about the same time I was kind of actually watching a fair amount of Adult Swim. There was a lot of like, the show is like definitely black, definitely like African-American, but it also has like, a lot of kind of like East Asian influences as well. And it moves at like a way different speed than your average Adult Swim show. Like your average Adult Swim show is like pretty intense, like just slams you with like 12 minutes of like a really in-your-face episode. And the Boondocks is not like that at all. But I just, I thought it was really good. It was really well animated and had some good story arcs. So that's why it's my number four. It's funny how these lists, this list is shaping up because I have missed the boondocks as well. Um, I know about it. I know that it was supposed to be great, and I just never watched it. I don't know why. Well, there you go. We've got some more shows to watch. All right, B-Pimp, what's your number three? Number three for me is The Great Home Movies. Number three. Interesting. Yes. Okay. It's one of my, again, one of my absolute favorite shows would be in contention for, you know, the Desert Island game where you can only bring one show with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would consider that. It's so good. It's hilarious. I love the animation. I love the characters. I love the voice acting. I love the plot. I love the music. I love everything about it. It is just a fantastic show. I, I could not agree more. And it's crazy, too, because it's like, it was on UPN for five episodes, was canceled, and then picked up by Adult Swim. Who the hell was running UPN? I don't know. Well, that's why that network doesn't exist anymore. Because they got rid of home movies. Seriously, I mean, how could you miss how great that show was? I don't know. All right, my number three, and I'm sure I'll have more to say on home movies later. My number three is the Tim and Eric Awesome Show. So I actually, I struggled with this a little bit because I remember the first Tim and Eric show was Tom Goes to the Mayor, which I liked a lot, but I kind of 
hated the way it was animated. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny mix. Yeah, and actually, so as Cartoon, or as Adult Swim decided that it did not have to have every show actually be animated, I felt like... I felt like Tom Goes to the Mayor was animated the way it was, and it was kind of barely animated, because it seemed like the rule was just that it had to be an animated show. But it didn't fit kind of the style of comedy that Tim and Eric were doing, I think, particularly well. Like, that show shouldn't... They shouldn't have an animated show. Parts of it could be animated, I guess. But, so, I, I feel like they really stepped into their own with the Tim and Eric Awesome Show, and it's... A nuts show and I think their senses of humor are not like anything else that I can think of I'm quiet because I have more to say on this later very similar to you they also launched Dr. Steve Rule uh, and actually I think that's the funniest version of Dr. Steve Rule so that for that reason it's it's my number three show supremely excellent choice yeah all right what's your number two my number two is check it out with Dr. Steve Rule Nice. I love Steve Brule, the character. You're correct. I do like his origins. I thought it was a really good... I love the show. I love to check it out. I love what he became. I love every version of it because I think he's just getting more... What I've learned is basically what he's doing is he's trying to make Tim and Eric laugh. So that's why it's become more and more ridiculous over the years because it, ha- it takes more for him to get them to laugh. Mm-hmm. So I-, I just love it. I love... The fact that they made four seasons so far of a show about an idiot television news doctor who's not really a doctor (laughs) who just comments on everything and makes every I laugh. I've watched his seasons over and over again. Never gets old. I love that show. Um, That character, all the people they get on there, like they find these just unbelievable like strange on the fringe actors and just let them loose it's brilliant it's great i love it it is a really good show and a really really good character and it speaks to what john c Riley. i think he's good at a lot of things and i know we've had our john c Riley rules episode but uh i'm, I'm proud to call him a, a fellow half lithuanian and a fellow depaul blue demon yeah and from the same general neighborhood that my mom is from in Chicago. There you go. So, you got good stock. Yeah, exactly. All right, my number two is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And this was like, I think the... Well, this was the first Adult Swim show that I actually got into. It's... I feel like it's... Eh, maybe you disagree with me here, but it, it feels like to me like the quintessential Adult Swim show. It's been on forever. Um, no, I think you're right. It's... I submitted uh, actually a song for it at one point, and they put it on one of their DVD collections and then sent me the DVD and a t-shirt and something else. I think a Yeah, that was figure. great. I remember that. That was awesome. So I will say, like, that's part of the reason it gets bumped up in my ranking because they gave me free shit. And I get to say I was on one of their DVD collections. They recognize the greatness of your artistry. Yeah. But that show is... It's also like... It's also the kind of show that is much better inebriated. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you probably want to be high to watch it. You don't have to be, but it helps. 
<laughs> Another thing they could put on their DVDs. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, out of all the things we've talked about the last couple episodes of things they could put on packaging of quotes we have, I'm not sure they don't already have that on their packaging. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, that's why it's my number two. Love Shake, love Frylock, love uh, Meatwad, which is who I wrote the song about, and Carl, of course. Oh, Carl. Oh, Carl. But yeah, that's my number two. What is your number one? My number one, with a bullet, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Great job. In my opinion, the single best collection of comedy that's ever been created it is wow just amazing like everything about it is perfect they have their episodes are out there like none of it makes sense there's no there's a thread that ties everything together but it is going every direction that you could possibly think and you'll always find yourself for me i any time i watch it i'm finding new things new like avenues to explore new Oh, they're interested in that. Oh, where did this character come from? Oh, they have this person guest starring. Like, they have David Cross, Will Ferrell. Like, people, the guy that played the chubby kid in Big Top Pee Wee. Like, just these <laughs> random guest stars. They'll get some Jeff big Goldblum, names, too, yeah. You know, like, they get all these people want to work with them. Um, and it's because the humor is inspired. Like, it is weird. It is... They're not safe. They're not like, oh yeah, this is a sketch we're gonna do, and then then it's over. It's they just want to explore every type of thing. My favorite thing about them, and what I would tell someone if they asked me, you know, I never watched Tim and Eric. What should I check out? They did a sketch called Ham, which is H apostrophe A M B, so it's a combination of ham and lamb. Where mm-hmm. the commercial is, this guy's about to shoot himself in the head, and then he smells this ham smell and he goes in the kitchen and goes honey what's for dinner and she goes oh it's ham and it was a commercial for us a meat that is a mix of ham and lamb so it was so good that it prevented this guy from killing himself and then they sit there and they eat this ham and then they're spraying like an aerosol spray to make the room smell like it that is what what is what is that (laughs) they're inspired by like things that i love like kids in the hall and whatever but i just love it so i'm rambling but it is the best show (laughs) i think that that is something that they could put on their dvd box it's like what what is that (laughs) what is that what is that yeah no i uh definitely a worthy number one i think i'm pretty sure going into it i either thought it was going to be that I thought maybe it'd be Metalocalypse just because of the metal, but I was pretty certain this would be num- your number one. So I, I, uh, I totally get it. I like Check It Out better. Like if you made me pick one of them, if I could keep one and had to get rid of the other, I would pick Check It Out. But they that came from this, so right. I have to. It's hard to, yeah. I have to put them number one. They spawned it. Fair enough. Uh, good number one. My number one, of course, is Home Movies. Uh, I love that show. If I wrote a song for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I wrote an album inspired by home movies. And I just think, I don't even know why anymore that show is perfect, but it's just, it's, I think part of it is that a lot of it is improv, but not completely improv. All of the voice actors are funny. Uh, Brendan Small is great. He's funny and a great musician. I H. John Benjamin is like one of my favorite voice actors of all time. 
Coach McGurk might be one of my favorite characters in fiction. Yeah. Uh, he's the best. Um, I love just the just that it follows three kids that make these movies and it's always got great music and so it's that, just they that that annoying kid who always called them movie films yeah <laughs> and i just like yeah it seems it seems crazy that it aired on like a normal network for a minute but then that it was canceled after five episodes and but was saved the funny thing between when it aired on UPN and then when it aired on Adult Swim is that Paula Poundstone was the voice of the mother for the first five episodes. Right. And then I forget the name of that voice actress who does it after that, but it is funny that they switched out. Like, I think she's the only voice actress they switched out, but it's pretty noticeable. But they're both great. They're both great. I also like that the first full season, which is a mix of UPN and... Um, Adult Swim, they do, I know it was called like Squiggle Vision or something like that. Yeah, Dr. Katz. Yeah, that Dr. Katz style, which, uh, another great voice actor who plays, um... Melissa's dad. Melissa's dad in the show, yeah. I do like the, that they got rid of the Squiggle Vision for later episodes, or for later seasons, because I, I kind of found it weirdly distracting. But, yeah, the star of that show is the dialogue and the music. They don't need... Yeah, anything else? No, and they only do squiggle vision to make it look like it's moving more than it is, which I think was a thing at the time to just be able to animate things cheaper. But it's dumb, so I'm glad they got rid of it. I want to before we wrap this up, uh, you need to plug your home movies album because it is not. I, I know you; I'm a friend of yours, so of course it's biased. But it is a fucking great album. So people should listen to it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's crazy. It's almost 10 years old now. Yeah, that is crazy, but it's no less great. Yeah. Well, go get it. Andy Metz, Home Movies. You can find it on my site, andymetz.com. You picked perfect little Jason quotes. It's a great, great yeah. album. It's just that show has so many great quotes. When I was like putting together tracks for that, it was like really hard to narrow down like what parts of the show I like to use, but it was, yeah, great show. Definitely my number one. You got some honorable mentions that you'd like to mention? Yeah, I do. Um, so I have a few that I really like, but I my top five is loaded. I cannot... There's no way I could replace any of those five. Right. So I have Eagle Heart, which is really funny, um, with Chris Elliott. Uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, which is uh, a little bit more obscure. It's... Um, uh, Henry Zabrowski from Last Podcast on the Left, he has a show where he plays a guy that gets banished to hell, but not only is he in hell, he's in middle management of hell, working <laughs> for the devil. Huh. So, it's hilarious. Um, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, one of the OG Adult Swim yeah. Cartoon Network shows. Um, it's a great show. Loved it. Xavier, Renegade Angel. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's even oh. more absurd than even Tim and Eric is. Um, and I like it. It's just not quite in that tier of, you know, something I really need. Yeah. The same way as the rest of mine were. And Lucy, the daughter of the devil is another really imaginative, well animated, good voice actors. Just a great show. Nice. Yeah. Good picks all around. I've got Tom goes to the mayor, the Eric Andre show. Check it out. Metalocalypse and space ghost is my honorable mentions. But, uh, yeah, Eagleheart, I've never even seen that one. Chris Elliott. 
Yeah, it's a good show. It's got um, it's like a mix of just live action, over the top drama acting with absurd uh, violence. Nice. It's great. The other thing I kind of like, though, it's not it's not really a Adult Swim show. I'm not sure when they air it. I've seen it online. Uh, is the oh crap? What's it called now? The Tim Heidecker like making fun of Steven Seagal clips. Oh, Decker. Decker. Yeah. Yeah, it's an online show. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's always worth it for a couple of good minutes. It's from the On Cinema at the Cinema universe, so anybody out there that is interested in Tim Heidecker, go check out On Cinema. You probably know, but Greg Turkington is his co-host, and that's another level of brilliance for my favorite person, Tim Heidecker. Nice. All right, if you have other Adult Swim shows that you think we missed, I think you're probably wrong, but you can hit us up at Whiskey Sessions. That's on Twitter. Or our email address is whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com, and we'll read a couple of your emails now. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what do we got in the old email inbox? Have you ever considered doing a spinoff podcast called Brandywines, where you drink brandy and complain sincerely brandy from kansas well first of all i think this is a little bit self-serving because you're trying to get your name in the podcast but no (laughs) i haven't considered it i don't really have a background drinking brandy i do like to complain yeah it's something i would consider but i would definitely consider the complaining element for sure but i don't know about brandy wines have you had brandy in general (laughs) yeah i haven't uh, yes. I don't think I could do a whole podcast about it. So this is not going to get off the ground. Sorry, no. Brandy. <laughs> Sorry, Brandy. All right, uh, I've got an email from Carlos from Española, New Mexico. He says, Hey, dudes. I think the most American thing is when you flip somebody the bird for only going five over in the left lane on the freeway. That, That's an American thing, I think. Road rage. That's a callback to one of our early episodes of Top 5 Worst Driving Habits. That was a great Top 5. I almost want to revisit that one. I got. I want to re-listen to that episode. Because uh, that, like... Especially driving around in a new place in California here, you get kind of different, annoying things. But, yeah, people's driving habits. I'll tell you. There are new things I want to add to that list on a daily basis. Oh my god, right? Yeah, we should do a part two of that or something. Let's just make like a... We should actually make this our TV show. Yeah. I... uh, Yeah, I totally agree with that. Alright, if you have an email you want to send to us, make sure you send it to whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com and we're going to read it on a future episode. But that wraps it up for this episode Thank you so much for joining us. B-Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to leave a listener with? Sorry, Brandy. I'm sorry, Brandy. Yeah, we are not doing a Brandy wine episode. That's crazy. All right. Until next time, this is Amets. Hi, B-Pimp. We will see you soon. Bye-bye.